Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on the Kansas Jayhawks. Let's go now to the KU football and basketball beat writer from the Kansas City Star, Shreyas Latta. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily, hour number two, our weekly visit with Shreyas Latta, our KU insider working for the KC Star, beat reporter for the Star on all things KU. You can check out his work uh, at KC. At the KC Star, you can follow him on Twitter, at S-H-R-E-9-A. Tria, how are you, man? Good. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Looking at, you know across the league, I think KU's win over BYU is as impressive as any we saw in the Big 12. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess we start with the defensive performance allowing nine rushing yards. That's a that, that just like jumps off the screen at you, but an 11-point win against... A team I thought that you know was looking pretty good coming in. That's that's exactly what the Jayhawks needed to, I think, establish themselves in that top tier of the Big Twelve. What you think? I mean, honestly, I came away pretty impressed. You know, it felt like there was a little bit of a bend don't break defense where they let Slovis sling it out there, and he still made some two mistakes with the two picks, and uh, you know, obviously the fumble uh, scoop and return for touchdown by Kobe Bryant. Um, and, you know, he, he had 357 yards, and they converted the third to fourth down about half of the time. So KU's defense can still clean it up a little bit. But the uh, the run defense was stout. Um, it feels like this KU defense is out here doing things that they haven't done in years. You know, like it seems like every other week they're breaking some sort of record. You know, two weeks ago, Illinois was the sack record. First time since 2009, they have six sacks or something like that. You know, this game, they hold them to nine rushing yards and 22 attempts, which was a record for the first time in quite some time as well. So, you know, it tells you how far this defense has come. There's still ways to go, but it it seems like this KU defense has taken a significant step up from last year. um, And special teams is, you know, ranked number one in the country, according to ESPN's uh, SP uh, Advanced Analytics. Um, and the offense is probably arguably as good as it was last year. And we still haven't seen a fully unleashed Jalen Daniels. So 
I'm really excited, I think, for the rest of the season. And if you're a KU fan, you have to be feeling good. Shreyas, I know that the tone was set early defensively for the Jayhawks with the Kobe Bryant hit and then the scoop and score. Um, I, I noticed when I was kind of looking at the, the game once it was done that throughout the season, Kobe Bryant has really not been targeted a ton. But when he has been, he's made the most of it. How impressed have you been so far with what he's been able to do this season? been great i was a little tough on him in the sense that you know watching the tape last year i was like he gambled a lot he, you know it worked out but he was a big gambler this year i think he's been incredible in the sense that it seems like quarterbacks fear him they don't really throw to his side they don't really throw it much to him and the times they have i mean you know he was targeted three times uh by the byu qb the guy uh, that he got one reception off of it uh against him and one interception and then one batted down ball so it just seems like, you know, Kobe has taken a big step up. So massive props to him and, and how well he's, you know, kind of adjusted and showcased that he isn't, uh, you know, uh, just gambling all the time. And, and, you know, I compared him to initially before the season started to uh, NFL cornerback Trayvon Diggs. So I think, you know, obviously I had high praise on him and I thought he was a very good player before, but I think at times there was a point where he would gamble a little too much and this and that, but it seems like he's cleaned that up and, He's been locked down, and, uh, you know, KU's secondary as a whole has been pretty good, I think, uh, in the sense of, you know, making the right opportunities, getting some key turnovers, and I think they rank still top five or number one in, in Havoc, which is basically forcing fumbles, interceptions, you know, crazy, all that. So um, props to him, props to the defense, but I've been impressed. All right, Trace, I got I got just an observation. I, you could call me crazy. I don't think Jalen Daniels looks healthy, like totally healthy. I think he looks tentative as a runner um, and maybe just a tick limited, you know, as a as a thrower. Now, he's playing through it and, and, you know, doing what he needs to do, but it just doesn't seem to me like he's all the way there. Do you think that he is? And if not, is there still like is there still room for him to get healthier? right now with the, with his back? So I, I think, you know, right now, I don't know if it's a health thing or if it's them just not unleashing him, but I kind of agree in the sense that I feel like there is another level Jalen could have. I mean, he was arguably, I think, better to start off last year uh, than he was this year, and, he, and he's still kind of getting reacclimated. I mean, his stats have been gouty, but he, you know, in three games, he's in 705 passing yards, five touchdowns. Uh, you know, and he missed game one. And I was looking at Tony Aver's stats, and it wasn't that much better. It was a thousand yards, nine touchdowns, one interception or zero interceptions. Um, so I, I think it's been one of those things where Jalen has kind of just let the running game uh, kind of be the focal point at times and not pressed it as much. But I mean, like even a bad Jalen Daniels game, like is arguably like I'd say he was pretty eh for most of the, the Nevada game until the second half. And he still threw for nearly 300 yards. He just had no touchdowns in that game. Um, and, and this game, he only threw for 130 yards. And, and I think he did a good job of extending plays with his legs in the second half. Um, but I think I agree in the sense, I don't know if it's a health thing or what, but I do think they haven't really unleashed him. And I don't know if that's just a design or that's them being a little cautious with the back or, you know, they didn't really need to do that. But I think there is a level that we haven't seen from Jalen, which is super special, I think, to tell you that he hasn't been in a leash and he's put up the numbers that he's put up, you know, uh, tells you how good of a quarterback and how talented he is, I think, overall. Um, and I think that's 
pretty impressive that Kansas has a, a quarterback of his caliber or in a Jayhawk uniform. Shreyas, I'm not sure that there's a better one-two punch in the Big 12 running the football than Devin Neal and Daniel Hyshaw. Uh, Neal had 91 yards, averaging over five yards a carry, and then Hyshaw is a great change of pace back, averaging about seven and a half yards a carry in the game against BYU. What are you noticing uh, from both of those guys and what Lance Leipold and Andy Kotelnicki want to do in utilizing both of those guys, especially here in conference play? So I, I've noticed that they will run Devin Neal often and early, and then as the defenses get tired, they put in Highshaw, and he's kind of a battered ram almost, right? And those defenses get you know tireder and tireder as the game goes along, and that's when his you know six, seven, eight yard runs come in and play a factor. And you're like thinking Highshaw hasn't done anything the first half, and then you look at the that sheet, he has over 60, 70 yards on the ground, and, you know, he's averaging seven yards a carry or five or six yards a carry. And, you know, I 100% agree that this is probably the best one-two punch uh, in the Big 12. And, uh, you know, you throw in Jalen Daniels' the scrambling ability, and it makes for a really impressive rushing attack. I think last I checked, they were ranked 16th in the nation in rushing yards per game. Uh, and just it's, it's fascinating how good they've been on the ground this year. Um, and, uh, you know, those are two guys, at least I think Neil will have a, a, a big NFL future and Hushok maybe could too, that could play on Sunday. Shreya Slada joining us, KC star reporter for KU Hoops and football. So let's look ahead. The big one, the biggest one, you know, outside of the Sunflower Showdown, likely that they'll see because it comes on the road in Austin. Uh, Texas says, you know, they've looked like the favorite. Quite frankly, Kansas has an opportunity here, you know, an opportunity, realistically, an opportunity like we haven't seen in a lot of years, right, where they're legitimately feeling like they have a chance. But, you know, you got to go beat the top dogs right now down in Austin. Vegas doesn't love it. 17 point dogs. What do you think of this one and how realistic are the chances K you could do something special this weekend? I don't think it's unrealistic, but it's one of those games where you need Kansas to play four quarters of quality football. You know, I haven't seen that from Kansas this year. You know, as good as they've been, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is I have not seen four straight quarters of good play. And if they want that, they need, you know, if they want to beat Texas, they need that. They need four quarters of consistent play. They need to limit their turnovers. They need to make sure they don't get penalized as much as they have in the last couple of games, uh, which has been, you know, you can't give Texas a uh, big advantage like that. I mean, already there's a talent gap, I think, a little bit, okay? But the offensive skill positions of Kansas have narrowed the gap, I think, as much as you could have hoped, you know, between Jalen and the two running backs and, you know, all that, right? And the defense has taken a big step forward. But – I understand why there's an 18-point favorite. I think it's a tough ask to ask Kansas to win the game. I wouldn't be surprised per se, but if Kansas wins the game, it's one of those things where they should be winning, you know, or highly contending for the Big 12 title because there's no team, I think, that's close to Texas in the in the conference. Um, and, you know, the more I watch the rest of the conference, the more I realize if Kansas somehow pulls off a victory or it's a close loss or whatever – this could be one of those things where it goes down to the final weekend and Kansas is right there, right behind the Texas at two or three, um, which is crazy to think about because they're projected, I think, eighth by most media experts. And I know I've been high on them, so it's been interesting to see them, uh, I think, 
pay my, you know, pay attention to my script almost a little bit in the sense that uh, they played well up to where I thought they would play. But this Texas game is huge. I know the Kansas team knows it. They've talked about it. They've told me that we know that, you know, we were 5-0 and last year and we let it taper off. So this is one of those things where if they could come out with a victory somehow or if they could come out with a close loss, you have to feel good if you're a Jayhawks fan, if you're a KU player. Uh, and they have that, you know, innate confidence in themselves, you know, which I think is half the battle. If you have this confidence, it's just got to show up in the field. And so far it has. Um, but it's just going to be one of those things where they have to play flawless, limit the ball from uh, – limit Quinn Avers from getting the ball, you know, kill the clock with the running backs, limit turnovers, limit penalties. It's a lot has to go right, I think, before Kansas wins. But, you know, I don't think it's out of the possibility. Following up on that a little bit, Shurius, I mean, really to me it seems like the battle is going to come down to the way that the Jayhawks run the ball versus the way that Texas defends the run. So when you're looking at that particular matchup and that chess match that may be in place on Saturday, we we talked about the one-two punch with Neil and Hyshaw, but really, honestly, is it going to be those two guys and Jalen Daniels having a special day against that Texas run defense, or what is that going to look like in your mind? So I said on Twitter, uh, you know, Texas is excellent defending the run. Uh, They only let opposing teams put up 87 yards per game uh, with 2.7 yards per carry. So one thing about that is BYU was really excellent in defending the run, and then they played Kansas this week. (laughs) They were not as excellent as defending the run. Um, But obviously Texas is better on the defensive end than BYU is. Um, So I I agree. I think it's going to be a huge matchup because this Kansas running back core with Jalen Daniels is so, so good. But if they don't put up 150, 175 yards on the ground and you get it, you don't get a good Jalen Daniels game. I don't think they can win a game like that. Like it's, that's how good Texas is. Like, I think maybe in years past, you could say, Hey, you know, I'd feel confident about this Kansas football team defeating Texas. If X, Y, Z doesn't go wrong. Right. You know, this is a game where they need Jalen to play well. They need the running backs to play well, and they need to limit Quinn Avers and the Texas offense from getting the ball. You know, those three things need to happen for, you know, them to come out with a victory or at least give them a chance to win, which is a lot to ask. But I think, you know, if you get a, a steady running game where if they can get at least 150 yards on the ground, I think that's tremendous uh, for Kansas's chances to win the game. Uh, and it will help Jalen, I think, really in the passing games that have the running game have his back like they've had the last couple of games. All right, Trius, I, I know that you'll have a ton of stuff leading up into this game. What's coming up this week uh, at the Star, and what can people look forward to as we get ready for the big trip to Austin? Yeah, so I, I today I have my five things about Texas, uh, five things to know before the Texas game come out. Um, I'll have probably a story off the pressers today uh, with Leipold. Um, Wednesday morning, we'll have something on a film breakdown that I've been doing with former KU quarterback Carter Stanley. Um you know, and then like my prediction piece and a coordinator story on Wednesday as well. Um, so there's a lot going on with this game, and I think you know people are excited, and and they should be. I wrote about it. You know, like this is one of those things where it's almost like, is this the Kansas football of the old, or is this Kansas football of the new era? They call it the new era, and Lance Leipold and his team have called it the new era. Well, if it's a new era, this has got to be either a win or a close loss. 
You know, like you want them to come out there and showcase that this isn't, they're not going to just roll over no matter what happens. So um, I think it's going to be a fun game. And I think there's going to be a lot to check out on the star. Um, and I'm excited for it. Trius Lada, check out his work there, Kansas City Star. You can also follow him on Twitter at SHRE98. We appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the trip down, and uh, we'll have a lot to talk about next Monday. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. There goes Shri Lotta, uh going to uh, going to enjoy that game right down on uh, down on the biggest. I, I don't know, Tommy. This is this last year was so. You know, there was like a magical vibe to the season last year. This is more like real deal biggest game they've played in a long time because because we know what the implications could be if they were able to find a way to win it. Right. Like now you're talking about being in the mix for a Big 12 title, right? Yeah. It, it's and they have played this year a brand where they absolutely have deserved to be talked about in that way. They're making big time defensive plays to complement an offense. Quite fr- it feels like to me, Tommy, there's another level that this offense can reach depending on you know, Jalen Daniels, and if he's healthy, it was interesting to hear Shreya's talk about that a little bit. He just looks a little bit, you know, just a little bit, I don't know if it's, it's I don't think it's hesitant. Tentative. I, but I would it, use the word tentative. And I, Like I, if I, I had no. a bad back and didn't yeah. want a 300-pound guy to crush me, that, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I can, you can just sort of see it a little bit. Not that, you, that something you didn't see last year, right, pre-injury. Right. I was at the game on Saturday, and I, and I texted you midway through that, um, I felt like Jalen Daniels was reluctant to throw the ball downfield. There, there were a couple of those uh, situations where he just he wasn't able to do that all the way. Uh, and, you know, not that he wasn't completing passes downfield because he did for sure. But I felt like it, especially early on, I, I noticed a little bit of reluctance to do that. And I don't know if that's injury related or, or what that really comes down to. Um, but I do think that you're going to need to see that next level unlocked from Jalen Daniels on Saturday against Texas on the road. But, you know, that's the thing is that this team has gone 4-0 and with Jalen Daniels not playing in the very first game and then being a little tentative, I would say, and maybe a little bit, you know, hampered by that back injury so far in, in the games he has played. And they're still 4-0 and because there are other pieces of this team outside of Jalen Daniels, the way they run the ball. Uh, the defense, by the way, I know that BYU is not an incredibly talented running the football team, but the KU defense limited BYU to nine rushing yards on Saturday, nine in the entire game. You know, so there are pieces to this team outside of Jalen Daniels that can help them be extremely successful. They're going to need all of that to come together on Saturday on the road at Texas. Yeah, it, it look, I, I'm not. I'm not going to predict a KU win here, um, but I'm going to predict the possibility. And I think that that is so cool for KU. And the just the fact that <clears throat> knowing as good as Texas has looked this year and how talented they are and all of these things. And I thought about this, and I think I was in a group chat of KU fans, you know, text or whatever. It's like, man, enjoy this. Like, this is this is great like that was a really impressive win and look that you I don't know how you don't feel like you got a shot at this thing and even yeah. if it's doesn't on a win at Texas right even if they can't get that done is Texas really going to run the table are they going to you know I, I don't know what the likelihood of that is I don't, I don't think that right. likelihood is high for any team right that's hard to do 
And if they don't, just like K-State last year, right, the door's left open because you get to play a Big 12 championship game. And you know what's going to happen is if Kansas hangs with Texas, I mean, regardless if they win or not, if they hang with Texas and, you know, let's say it's a one-score game or, or whatever the, the ending might be, the, the narrative is going to be, well, the Big 12 just isn't very good. You know, and Texas isn't as good as we thought they were. That's what the narrative is going to be. I don't think that's accurate. I think it shows that the gap has narrowed yeah. between Texas and Kansas. And, you know, to your point uh, a couple minutes ago, this is different than a year ago. A year ago was storybook Cinderella, you know, the, this Kansas team that was not supposed to be there. All of a sudden, they're 5-0. and They're ranked. College game day is there. This is more in line, I think, with expectations, like more realistic and more workmanlike, businesslike. You know, this is a business trip to Austin for the Jayhawks this weekend. And that's what Lance Leipold wants. It's not about, you know, let's see how long we can ride this wave. It's, no, we expect to be here. We expect to be doing this. We expect to go to Austin and compete with the number three team in the country. We expect to be potentially competing for a Big 12 championship. That's why we're here and that's why we're doing this. Not we're going to cross our fingers and hope for the best. No, we're going to go down there with an expectation that we're going to compete and we're going to play to win. 100%. Last year, how many times did we have to ask the question, you know, if this turns south, right? like what's going to be there? Now, Jalen Daniels' injury made that all unfair, right? But it, this is a, just a totally different feeling for this team. Like, it doesn't feel like this is just a shiny, new, they're getting fortunate. They're Like, their defense is playing well. They're making big-time plays. Like, they're doing things that and, – and, you know, we'll, we'll see, time will tell how good BYU is. And maybe they're not. But it looks like to me that they are pretty good. And, and that's what makes that win impressive, right? And this is the real test now this weekend. I don't know. You know, I, I'd feel good, honestly, with anything inside the number. But I'm not going to sit here and say, "Okay, you don't have a chance in Austin." I absolutely think they have a chance in Austin. Like, you know, we'll see the way that they play defense, the way that they're opportunistic defensively. If they can run the ball, which nobody's been able to do against Texas, then they're going to have a decent chance. If Jalen Daniels, who has looked a little tentative to us, just really can turn it loose in this one because he just feels a little better then this is going to get interesting. So we're, we're looking forward to it. It'll be a fun that's, one. Uh, you know. That's the matchup for this weekend. It's the running backs for Kansas, the running game in general. You can include Jalen Daniels in that versus the run defense from Texas. If the Jayhawks are able to get loose a little bit running the football, uh, then at that point you're looking at more than likely, in my opinion, a Jayhawks cover. I don't know about an outright win, but you're definitely looking at a Jayhawks cover if the running game can be unlocked by the Jayhawks on Saturday. I mean, it'll be a fun money line to throw like $5 at. Um, sure. By the way, it's you, you get the national afternoon biggest window that there is of the weekend. Um, that's a big opportunity for Lance Leipold and the squad too, right? Like all eyes. It's one of the best games of the weekend. All eyes are going to be in Austin. So we'll see. KU, really happy that they get the opportunity. Comes on a K-State bye week. Uh, so, you know, they'll have all the local eyes probably on them and no, you know, split viewing happens. Oh, we've been pretty lucky with game times this year as far as KU and K-State go. All right, we're going to come back. On the way out, let's give away some HTO. 
Uh, we'll give away some iced tea, more than 25 flavors. Hey, out, brand new, the fall seasonal flavor. You know, some people, Tommy, might say it's pumpkin spice latte or pumpkin spice, I should say, whatever. Peach cobbler at HTO. Peach Ooh. cobbler, sweet and unsweet. I love peach cobbler. It can come as a you know an iced tea latte, too. So you can get your hands on one of those or try one of any of the other flavors. We'll give two free iced tea cards to our... Let's do our second caller. And you know what we'll do, too, Tommy? Let's throw in some hockey tickets. You guys have uh, the Thunder, a home opener. When is it? What are the deets on that? Yeah, so October 20th, Interest Bank Arena. So the NHL, they were in Wichita over the weekend. That was uh, a great game and fun uh, for the people there. And now we're getting into the Wichita Thunder season, October 20th, the home opener at Interest Bank Arena. We'll give away a pair of tickets to that game. So a prize pack of some HTO available in Wichita East, West and now in Derby uh, and some Wichita Thunder hockey tickets. Can't beat that. Happy to do it for our second caller during the break. 869-1240. Jad will get us a winner. We'll come back. Go back to the NFL. Look elsewhere in the league at what we saw on Sunday next on Sports Daily. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. Uh, another wild and crazy NFL day. You know, I did terrible with our picks, Tommy. I had another pretty good betting weekend. It's so funny how those are not correlating. Basically, if I do well in our picks on Fridays, I don't have a good betting weekend. If I don't, I do. And that's when the <clears throat> it's because we picked the hardest games to pick. They're not the games <laughs> necessarily that I'm betting. It's just the most difficult ones. And like the toughest lines to try and get a hold of. But it was another, you know, it was another really interesting NFL weekend, I thought. How about the Texans? How about CJ Stroud, man? CJ Stroud yeah. looks as good as a rookie's looked. You know, outside of like Justin Herbert in his rookie year, maybe, but I mean, he's not far off that. CJ Stroud has looked really, really good yeah. to a pretty, you know, a, a pass target group we didn't know a ton about. Good for him, man. That That's. That's really interesting. Is Bryce Young's hurt and Richardson's hurt? Stroud is, and he's slinging it. They beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. And I don't know who that says more about. Quite frankly, I really don't. Um, but that was that was pretty standout. I thought the Chargers were interesting. That game was, you t- if they'd hit the over, Tommy, it would have been a real great money-making weekend for me. And they d- that was one of the craziest non-over hits ever. Minnesota had three different goal-to-goes and that they didn't get any points on. It's just wild. Uh, we talked about Brandon Staley. God, last night. You kidding me? Josh McDaniels, the Raiders. I mean, that is just nuts uh, to, go, to go through that that way and to not go for it. And this, <laughs> Like, it's not even just like an analytics thing, Tommy. I saw something, and I, you either I, you maybe you sent it to me, or, or I saw it somewhere else. Like we've never seen a coach since the two point conversion was adopted not go for it in that situation, like in the history of it. Never, not one time. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Why do you think that is? And when well, was the last time, by the way, that a coach who thought they were smarter than the room, like who does things different, almost just to be different? When was the last time that actually worked out? It doesn't work. It usually it doesn't, doesn't and- for a reason. Like there's a reason that that you know 
games are coached a certain way, and I'm just talking about in-game management stuff here. Like, there's a reason that's handled that way. It's because yeah. over history and time, like, you see things work. Brandon Staley, like, don't go for it inside your own red zone in the fourth quarter on fourth down. Like, I don't care what the situation is. That's a yeah. stupid thing to do. I sent that that stat to you that the Raiders are the only NFL team to attempt a field goal in the last three minutes of the fourth quarter when down by exactly eight points with less than five yards to go for a first down since the two-point conversion was adopted in 1994. Um, so that's history making right there for Josh McDaniels. Uh, man, that's bad. Just some really, really, really head-scratcher decisions that were made. Um, and the way that the, the Ravens lost their game in overtime to the Colts, uh, like there were some really, really weird outcomes and bad decisions. Going back to the Texans and the Jags, I think it says more about the Jags. And I don't want to take anything away from the Texans because I think C.J. Stroud has looked really good. You know, he's got some weapons in Nico Collins and Damian Pierce and, and others on that team for sure. But, man, it tells me more about the Jags. Uh, they may not be for real. Uh, I mean, come on now. Like, you've wanted to see Trevor Lawrence take a big step forward. And at home, they basically lay down to the Texans. Like, that's just bad. I, I think it tells me more about the Jags. And, you know, how underachieving they were a week ago. Um, Maybe. I, I don't, I don't want to write the Jags off. I don't know what's going on there. I, I think it might be a little bit more about Houston. I think Houston might be a little bit – like they may be closer to the middle of the pack than the bottom of the league. And D'Amico Ryans, I think, is – you know, the early returns on him are great. The early returns on C.J. Stroud are great. Good for that front office. Tank Dell looked great. Like they've they brought in a lot. Of, they were they didn't have Laramie Tunsil in that game either. Um, so you know, take that for what it's worth. I thought Cleveland was really really impressive. Um, it, it, you know, Tennessee ha is Tennessee's tricky because they don't let you run the ball. Like you are not going to run the ball on Tennessee. So you have to beat them a certain way, and Cleveland was able to do that. Um, you know, Dallas, look, I I can't fully – now that Trevon Diggs is out, I go back to where I was. Like, if this could be the best defense in the league, maybe, but that's what it's going to take. And now without Trevon Diggs, I don't know if it's there. They were down three offensive linemen, right? Trevon Diggs was hurt. So they, they, had, a, they had a brutal injury week. And that's not making excuses. Arizona is certainly, I mean, how about Gannon? He kind of shot his shot before the season, and been, they've been in every game they've played. And then they just did that to Dallas. Good for them. Um, They're playing I, you know. really hard. And, and you yeah. know, I think that's the thing about Arizona is that from a talent perspective right now, that they're not, they don't match up, like, really with hardly anybody. But the effort is there for sure. And, like, they are playing with pride. Uh, they're they're. I mean, just the effort and the intensity level is there. Uh, you know, Joshua Dobbs filling in as quarterback and, and while Kyler Murray is is out. And I, you know, honestly, like I think Dobbs has looked better than what Murray would have looked in the first three games. Um, so, you know, I know that the big storyline has been the Cardinals potentially tanking for Caleb Williams. Now it looks like the Bears, right? Like it looks like the Bears are the worst team in the NFL, not the Cardinals. Um and, and, you know, so hats off to the Cardinals and what they what they did yesterday. Dallas, I think, and I'm just going to say it, I think that Dallas started drinking its own Kool-Aid a little bit 
after the first couple of weeks of the season, the way that they started off the season, you know, the way that they opened things up with the Giants and then, you know, everybody, you know, kind of talking about crowning them and like they're the best team in the NFC and they could potentially be a Super Bowl winner and all of that. I think they might have bought into their own hype a little bit. That That's a disappointing loss. And that's a game that you should win. And that's a game when you're battling for a number one seed in the NFC that you look back on and you say, man, we should have had that. Like, we should have beat the Cardinals. We're better than them. And I know Diggs is out. And I know that they were dealing with some other injuries. But, man, they needed to have that game. I don't know that it's as much as, for me, they drank their own Kool-Aid is this is what they are. Um, it, it's just not – they're going to have to be that good defensively because Dak is not the same Dak. Uh, I, don't, I don't have much faith in Mike McCarthy, right, as far as – preparing this team to be the best it can be but all so, we've talked about through the first two weeks is how great mccarthy has been with the play calling now that kellen moore is gone about. well that's all what i've talked because i mean i've talked about on, how like, great their defense is i i don't dak doesn't look good to me like i don't i don't they're scoring points but they're scoring points because their defense has been just absolutely filthy up until is last it a dak week, problem which, or is it a mccarthy problem both. I think it's both. Look, Dak is Dak has been very polarizing, and they 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 needed to sign him long term. But since he injured his leg, right, and he doesn't run much anymore, he's just not the same player. He he's he is not a tight window like I'm going to make every throw kind of quarterback. He's I'm going to allow my receivers to get very open, and I'm going to get the ball to them you know, play action, running around a little bit. He's lost some of the ability to do some of that stuff. So now as the pressure is on him as a that kind of a passer, that's, not, that's never been who he is. And so that was a problem for me when I say Kellen Moore, like it's time for Kellen Moore to go, but I also think Kellen Moore is going to be really successful is because they weren't putting Dak in the right positions to make Dak the best he could be, which has to like start through a really solid run game. And they didn't really design the roster to do that this year either. It's why I've told you from the beginning, I'm not real high on the Cowboys unless they can be so good defensively, like one of those historic defenses, right, where they're just allowing you know 14 to 17 points a game or something like that. I don't know if they can do that without Trevon Dix. Time will tell. Uh, but, you know, I've never I, – like I, I don't – you just like, – whatever. We'll see what Dallas does. They've got a chance to respond. We've seen just about everybody like, get you, punched you in lose? the mouth this year. You lose Trayvon Diggs, and I mean he's going to be a, he has been a big key to that defensive success. Does that take them out of contention to win a championship? Do you think? Um, that the question of that is, do I ever think they were in contention to win a championship to begin with? And I'm not sure I was. I mean, through two weeks, sure they look great, right? But I, I definitely wasn't there before the season started, so. I mean, I, I, I don't – it doesn't take them out of it because I'm not sure they were ever in it. But it, if they were in it, then absolutely it could because they need the defense. Again, if they're going to win a Super Bowl this year, they are going to have to have a like an historically good defense. And so, yeah, losing one of your top defensive players certainly impacts your ability to do that, and we'll see. Uh, but, I mean, that shouldn't happen. That should not – what happened yesterday should not happen and certainly 28 points by the Arizona Cardinals I mean come on now uh shouldn't happen um you know let's let's look because there's a team I think that has 
sort of made the biggest collective statement the last couple of weeks. We'll get into it uh, as we come back on Sports Daily. A little more NFL as we react to the week. We also have some Monday Night Football to talk about tonight. We'll do that as well. I I love this Monday Night Football slate, for the record. I'm really excited about both of these games. We'll do it. Uh, Maybe a little Royals talk mixed in as... I mean, I think that was the most exciting Royals weekend we've had all year. 869-1240, we can open up your calls to the IHOP hotline as well. IHOP hotline presented by IHOP, where guests can enjoy four new sweet and savory biscuit options. It's all coming for you as we make our way through the home stretch of Sports Daily on a Monday. Your home for sports. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. You're listening to Sports Daily with Jacob and Tommy. Still to come, Jim Rome at 11 right here on KFH. It's time to get back to the sports talk. All right, let's do this thing. Go. Sports Daily is on KFH. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. You know, as we look at the league and try and, you know, scope things out and get a feel for it, I think, Tommy, at least in the AFC, it's the Bills that have been, you know, the team that's just looking really, really good. And I know they lost that overtime game in the opener to the Jets, and that was kind of a strange game. But, man, they've come back and just been pretty dominant. I think the thing that becomes a little, you know, scary for the other teams is the way that 
A, they've played defensively, which we know they've had in the tank. It's the way they're running the ball with James Cook that adds the wrinkle. That's been their missing wrinkle for a while is their ability to run the ball, something that looks like they may be able to do this year. And if you combine that with a good defense and then the, you know, the passing game we know has been there, that makes Buffalo look pretty dang good to me. I think they look really good. Uh, and I think that really the only downfall to Buffalo is the fact they also have the Dolphins in their same division. I mean, yeah. now that, you know, Zach Wilson is starting for the Jets, you can kind of cross them out. But there is still another significant threat to the Bills in that division, and that's the Dolphins. Uh, and so if you're trying to power rank, like, who looks more impressive between Buffalo and Miami? Man, like, it really, I think it's got to be Miami at this point. Yeah, I mean, look, Miami, <laughs> Miami has the... Had the day yesterday, of course. They've beaten the Chargers. They've beaten the Patriots. And then yesterday, they their resume thus far has been, you know, right there with San Francisco, the most impressive. Yeah. I mean, those, those first two games that they won, Chargers-Patriots, Tommy, both long-distance travel games, which almost all games are long-distance travel for Miami. Those are both road games. And then they yeah. come home and they do that. And, oh, guess what game is next week? At Buffalo. If they start a year 4-0 and with three road games of those four coming at the Chargers, the Patriots, and Buffalo, I mean, come on now. We'll that's see. Really it's a big test. The, that's really where the conversation becomes more about Miami than about Buffalo. If, if the Dolphins can go to 4-0 and and the Bills fall to 2-2 two and two this weekend, I mean, like, man, you're talking about the Dolphins being the team to beat not only in the division, but maybe potentially in the entire conference. Uh, by the way, the Bills favored by 2.5 points. In that game, two and a half points. How about that? Uh, that which which feels about right, but it's within that three, which means it's essentially a pick'em. When the home team is favored by three or less, like less than three, whatever they always say, home field's worth three points. Uh, man, that's uh, that's a heck of a game this weekend coming up. All right, we have some games still though to play in week three. Tommy Eagles Bucks tonight. Hey Bucks, chance to prove it. And then the Bengals and the Rams, which I I'm I'm fascinated by that Rams Bengals game Tommy I don't because one because let's see what Joe Burrow's got in the tank the Rams have been sort of an upstart back Matt Stafford looks pretty good I I think both of these games I I love these games tonight can I be honest I'm more fascinated by the Eagles and Bucks really because is Baker Mayfield back all the way and and this will be the first like really true test for the Buccaneers I mean they could go to three and oh and I think I saw a stat that said that it'll be like the first time the Bucks have gone to 3-0 and in like 20 years. Like even in the years that Tom Brady was there, they never started 3-0. and And this is a huge test against the Eagles. The Eagles have not looked like world beaters to start the season. So I'm really, really interested about this game. And if the Buccaneers can win, if they can upset the Eagles, man, at that point, the NFC South looks incredibly interesting. I think the game is more about the Eagles. So... I, I, by the way, the Eagles, this was one of the games I actually did bet. I bet the Eagles to cover. Um, I, I think that they've been interesting because they have won the two games and, they, and they've looked off, right? Like they've yeah. looked like they're not quite themselves and they've still won. The, 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 the defense, which is real weak in the secondary, right? They've got injuries galore. They're not very good in the yeah. secondary. It's an opportunity for a couple of really talented receivers for Tampa. If though the big asterisk, if Baker Mayfield has the time, and to think throw about it. think about this too in that division. 
So Derek Carr goes down with an injury for the Saints. Not sure how long he's going to be out. Bryce Young is injured for the Panthers. I don't really think they were going to be contenders anyway in that division. And then the Falcons, who had looked really good to start the year, looked awful. Like, they looked really, really bad yesterday. Statement win so, for the Lions, yeah. Like, this could be the Buccaneers division, depending on how long Derek Carr is out. And it starts tonight. I mean, like, this is a really big test for the Bucs to show if they're for real or not. You know, those injuries in the secondary, now I'm looking at the the number of 44 and a half, and that over looks a little appetizing, too. Because my thing with the Eagles now becomes, we've seen Jalen Hurts without Shane Steichen, you know, for a year when he started. And it was pretty good, right? We saw him with Shane Steichen, and it was like MVP-type good. And now it's been a little bit of a rocky start without him again, as Steichen's now in Indianapolis making Anthony Richardson, you know, look kind of like Jalen Hurts. So we'll see. I think he's got something to prove. I think, you know, he saw a little frustration for A.J. Brown. We, you, they, they've got some things going on that they need to sort out. They'll have had a little time to do it. I, I like the Eagles tonight, but they, it is going to be a question. Can they get enough pressure to not just let Evans and Godwin shred them in the secondary? This is where all those that draft capital and everything we saw with you know with with this last draft they got to get some pressure on the quarterback. But th- it'll be it'll be a good game. I'm with you. I'm more interested in that game. The other game it's just more about like how healthy is Joe Burrow. I'm not worried that the Bengals are zero and two, other than the fact that Burrow might be hurt like all year. That that's what you know. That's your concern if you because they start one and two, zero and two. Like that's what he that's what they do. In right. recent years. And, and you know but what? But if Burrow's the hurt, big, then it's different. That's the big question mark with the team. I read a report that said that, like, some of the personnel in the front office, they want Joe Burrow to play through it because they're worried that if he doesn't, their playoff hopes are gone. Then there's another contingent that they want Burrow to be fully healthy before he plays. Like, that's a really interesting dynamic on which direction they're going to go. Yeah, I don't know. And they could get beat tonight. The Rams, again, with Stafford, have looked much, much better you know, than they than they have looked without Stafford. So we'll see. They're, these are two good games. Like sometimes, like last week, we don't have, at least we don't have to watch Saints Panthers right this week. We get we get some good ones here. I, I think these are both really interesting games uh, that you know you'll you'll be able to hear uh, on the Odyssey app as always. For Westwood One is available for you. All right, we'll come back. We'll tell you what else is on tap here for us. Uh, all kinds of good stuff coming. Eight six nine twelve forty. Sports Daily, right after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.